Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. We have someone who actually knows Mayor Parker pretty well because they are sorors and Delta Sigma Theta. Marsha Fudge is the Secretary of Housing and Urban Development, and she came to Philadelphia in order to help Mayor Parker uh, be inaugurated into her new role. And so we want to say good morning to you, Secretary Fudge. How are you today? I'm wonderful. Thank you. Good morning to you as well. And you are here, of course, to talk about housing and urban development. But while I have you, wanted to ask why it was so important uh, to come to Philadelphia in order to support your soror, Mayor Parker. It was historic. It was the first woman to be mayor of the city of Philadelphia. She was the 100th mayor. Uh, and she is my friend and my sister, as you say. So history is something that I'm I'm a very big believer that we all should recognize history when we see it. And that was history. And I was just glad to be a part of it. Well, we are now in Black History Month. And one of the things uh, that is important and has traditionally been important in the Black community is home ownership. What can you tell us about what uh, housing and urban development can do and has done to help African-Americans become homeowners? Let me just first say that I am encouraging people who have homes in core communities Philadelphia being a city very much like the one I grew up in in Cleveland, mm. do not leave our neighborhoods if you can stay. Mm. Because what we are doing is finding that as we continue to move away from our neighborhoods, the cost of housing becomes significantly more expensive. Uh, people are coming in and gentrifying our neighborhoods and making them such that we can no longer live in them. And then I will now answer your question. We're doing a lot of things to make home ownership more uh, affordable. Uh, through FHA, which of course comes under HUD, we are giving more support to mortgages for black and brown people than the market at a rate of almost three times for black people, twice for, for Hispanics. We are changing the way that we look at student loan debt such that it is not weighted higher than any other kind of debt because we know that was designed to make sure that it was more difficult for us because it's black, brown, and poor people who really carry the bulk of student loan debt. So we look at it differently in our underwriting such that you do not become disqualified because you have a significant amount of student loan debt. We're looking at how we determine credit worthiness because so many of us come from communities where we have rented before we buy and we don't have very much credit. So we would get turned down because they say, you have no credit. Well, now, if you've paid your rent for at least one year on time, we consider that you have credit and that you are credit worthy in our system. We are looking at how we assist with down payment assistance because we know most people that can pay a mortgage, pay a rent can pay a mortgage because the mortgage is generally less. The impediment comes on the front end. So we are working at ways that we can help with down payment assistance. We are looking at how we build more housing in communities where people can afford moderate, low-income housing. So we're doing a lot by way of trying to get people, especially Black people, into homes. 
Secretary Fudge, in terms of the gentrification that a lot of the cities are experiencing, including here in Philadelphia, uh, you were mentioning that you don't want to see African-Americans move out of those neighborhoods. But in some cases, uh, it comes down to affordability. So when it comes to people who are looking for resources for home ownership, what is it that they can uh, where can they what part of HUD can help them uh, stay in their homes? I'm going to give you two. I'm going to give you a phone number and a website. All right. Because we have housing counselors in Philadelphia, just like we do across the country. But they can, I, they can, I want you to do two things. The call-in number is 1-800-569-4287. Or the website is hud.gov slash make home the goal. We have counselors that can tell you exactly the resources we have. They can prepare you to understand what the financing is that goes around buying a house. They can also talk to you about what's going on in your neighborhood. Let's say that you live in a community like the one I live in that was built in the 50s and 60s, we know that those homes, let's say, for instance, have lead in them. Most homes built before 1978 do have lead in them. So we're helping with lead abatement. We're helping with retrofitting homes for senior citizens. We're helping with doing things to keep people in their homes, but as well as assist people when they move into those homes. So please make a, a call to us or go on our website. We can provide an awful lot of information about what is available to people. Now, when it comes to housing discrimination, uh, one of the ways in which uh, African-Americans struggle with housing discrimination is even though HUD has given out more vouchers uh, in the last uh, three years than were given out in the last 20 years, there are landlords who are discriminating by not allowing them to use those vouchers to rent. What is HUD doing in order to alleviate that? We're doing a couple of things. First off, source of income discrimination is against the law. Mm -hmm. so we do have a very, very strong fair housing uh, unit here. We are suing people almost on a daily basis, unfortunately. But the other thing is that we are trying to convince communities to put it in their laws. I mean, we don't control local communities. Yes, we do have oversight in some instances. Yes, we do provide resources. But it becomes stronger if that local community, their city council, uh, their state government would say, this is against the law in our community, in our state. It helps us because once they have their own ordinances in place, they become much, much stronger. We know we can't stop it all, but we can make it more difficult for people to discriminate against people who come to them and say, I'm on Social Security or I'm on a voucher for some reason. The bigger problem, I think, and the reason why they can get away with it today because we just don't have enough housing. Mm. And so if, if, if they want to get the biggest bang for their buck, so instead of being in a, in a more competitive market, and what we are trying to do is make sure we can make it more competitive by building more affordable and, 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 and low interest, I mean, in low to moderate homes so that people will have options. And then it becomes less less of a, a, a an issue for us when people have options to live in, in decent, safe housing. Right. You know, in all of these things, obviously the house, the, 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 the office of housing and urban development is there to help the community. But I always like to advocate for the community to help themselves. So how can we do a better job uh, when it comes to being able to stay in our communities, when it comes uh, in order to become and stay and remain in our homes and, and even be 
uh, homeowners in the first place. What is it that we can do to support your efforts as a community? I'm so glad you asked me that. What I'd like to see is people to know what their options are, know what is available to them. There are so many things available through the federal government that none of us even understand or even think about. One of the things I know from growing up in the communities I grew up in is that people who tend to have the least are the people who need the government the most, but we are the ones who seek help the least. Mm. There are programs available to us that can change our lives. And so I'm hopeful that people will talk to a housing counselor, that they will, as a community, decide we're not going to let people come in and buy up 10 and 12 houses on our street. We're going to fight. If we don't fight for our neighborhoods, Tanya, who fights for them? Mm. That's the reality of it. We do have to take a more active interest in, in our own community, in our own health. People don't understand that if you have no secure place to live, that, that can create every single problem you can imagine in a person's life going forward. Stability is important. Housing is really a social determinant of a whole lot of things, your health, where you can work, what kinds of things you can do. It is important that people understand that is a foundation that so many of us don't have because so many of our families were not born in positions where they could be at the same place on the starting line. So we have to fight back. Well, Secretary Fudge, I want to give you the opportunity to to uh, let people know those resources again and where they can find out more information about the resources that housing and urban development offers. Please call 1-800-569-4287 or, on your, uh, or go to hud.gov slash make home the goal. Well, Secretary Marsha L. Fudge, uh, the Secretary of Housing and Urban Development. We appreciate your time on Reality Check. And, and we do just want to ask one more question. Did you give any advice uh, to Mayor Parker in terms of uh, how she was approaching this new challenge? No. I think she's got it under control. Uh, well, thank you so much. And thank you for supporting our new mayor and for the work that you do with housing and urban development and for being with us on Reality Check today. We really appreciate the information. Thank you very, very much. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com. 